try if mm. you can find it. It's a spice rum called Dead Man's Fingers. Sounds it good. is really nice, man. I found it in Tesco's got a week back, and I'm, I'm I've already finished a <laughs> bottle of it. <laughs> you know, I love putting Dead Man Fingers inside of me. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, you're a, you're a streamer. Hello. Everyone wave. Everyone wave. Waving. Everyone wave. You too, Russ. Yep. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for watching. And also, if you are listening on the podcast, thank you very much for listening. I hope you're enjoying listening to it on whatever platform you decided to pick tonight. If it was Spotify, that was the wrong one tonight. It was actually iTunes. But, you know, hey, play <laughs> next week. You do not have to leave the podcast. You do. Mm. So play next week, see how it goes. Okay, so you've probably seen all over our um, social media feeds that we are going to be spending today's episode um, writing our very own love letter to the hit show Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But before we go any further, I'm just going to introduce, this is obviously the classic threesome. We have no Scottish contingent today, unfortunately. Uh, Duncan is literally up to here in seaweed. Um, so I'm going to say hello to He's been to actually shipwrecked. Oh, he's literally <laughs> been, he's actually been shipwrecked. Well, you heard it here yeah. first, breaking news. Um, so I'm just going to say hi to Dan. Hello, Dan. Oh, hello. Hi, how are you doing? Hello, Ross. Hello, Ross. Hello, lovely to be here. Thank you. Lovely to be here. And of course, I am Tom. Hello. It's wonderful to be the Master of Ceremonies uh, for tonight, which uh, ends now, because of course, we're going to start talking about Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So where do we want to start? Do we want to do the usual kind of, oh my God, it's genius. I mean, of... it is. Like, I think the the thing that strikes me about it is just how consistently it is genius and for how for how long. What What other show has gone on that long and stayed that good? I actually think as well that, I mean, that each of them have gone on to do a variety of other things and it's just not the same. So, like, the fact that part of its charm is the fact that it all works. It's just that they've hit this magical formula where it all just works with, with that particular group together. Mm. And it's like they thought with season two, Danny DeVito? Yeah, all right, Danny DeVito. Mm. And it instantly became better. And I don't think they could add anyone else. I don't think they could take anyone away. Um, yeah. <clears throat> well, they kind of yeah. did, didn't they? Dennis Dennis disappeared for a while, didn't they? He didn't really disappear all that no. much, though, did he? It was that, I mean, that was purely down to um, kind of scheduling. Mm. Uh, he had a he had a recurring role on another show, I think. It was an AP bio thing had started, hadn't it? Oh. That's the one. That's the one. And, uh, yeah, they, and I think I remember... Um, Rob McCallany in, in an interview just basically said, look, if it doesn't work for one of us, then it doesn't work for all of us. Yeah. And actually he said, we were kind of lucky because we, we thought it, he was like, we thought it was kind of going to end because if Rob, uh, not Rob, if Glenn was not going to be a part of it anymore, then it was like, well, how do you carry this on with Dennis? So that's why they have that whole bait and switch episode with um, the, uh, the doll. It's amazing. It's <laughs> the doll. Just... And I can't, I can't remember the name of the lady that, um, they they bring in to replace uh, Dennis. Oh, it's Mindy Kaling, isn't Mindy it? Kaling. I can't remember Mindy what her name yeah. is in the thing. Yeah, I think it's Cindy. Is it Cindy? I think so. Yeah, something like that. And it's I mean that episode for me is immortalised by the bit at the end where they come in playing Dennis's what well, the, the doll of Dennis's bumhole, <laughs> and 
And Dee turns to her and goes, see, we found a way to deal with all of our dentist issues and do your plan. What do you think? And she goes, you want to know what I think? I think you guys went to a strip club and you got super hammered and super horny and you went back to the apartment and you decided to fuck the doll. <laughs> <laughs> and when you when you found that when air when pressure was applied to the airtight uh, thing and it made a trumpet noise, like you know that that's what you discovered. She points to Mac. You already knew that was going to happen because you've obviously had sex with the doll multiple times. <laughs> and then she points at Frank. You put your mouth on it straight away. <laughs> then she points to Charlie. You thought this was the best idea that you'd ever had or ever heard in your entire life. And then she turns to Dee. And you, Dee, you just sat there and watched because this, this you are so numb to this sort of behaviour that it doesn't even register to you as odd. And like, <laughs> like Max just like looking at her and he just goes, that's dead on. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed it, like point by point. One of them. Like, they've yeah. become so sort of codependent that they just, they completely reject yeah. any external influence on them because all people do is point out how deeply crazy and strange they are and they don't like that well it's like the one where um uh d has to look after dennis instead of mac (laughs) and he's wow what's the thing that he can't eat i can't remember what it is he can't eat an apple apples have to be peeled because the skins are full of poison mac says i have to do this (laughs) mac doesn't let me Oh, I love Dennis. Dennis is Dennis is is my favourite character. I think in it, like I mean, they're they're all just like they. It's such a simple formula. It's just yeah. they're all the worst person in the world. They're all horrible, yeah, <laughs> to, a, like, to a varying degree. Like Charlie's been... the only one that's not like actively evil. But even he, yeah. But well, it's true. Even Charlie is capable of. Um, oh yeah, like, he, he does. He does really terrible things. Incredible feats. I mean, truly incredible feats. Yeah, he is biting, biting the Santa's nose off. In, yeah. in, in, <laughs> oh, God. And also, um, you know, even though he's quite clearly an illiterate, um, you know, I mean, he he survived his own abortion, um, <laughs> which is one of Charlie's like, key character points. Um, I mean, he's a warped, warped yeah. individual. Who describes magnets as a hobby? <laughs> just <laughs> magnets. What, so much magnets? glue as well. Like it's just <laughs> yes, so, like, much, it's, so the, many inhalants. His his life with uh, Frank is just the the grottiest you could possibly imagine. It's, it's so um, like it <laughs> must take quite a lot of skill to write that because yeah. not just like it's so inventively disgusting. <laughs> yes. Like the. The fact that he has to come home and drink lots and eat loads of cat food yeah. in order to fall asleep at night because otherwise I'm kept awake by all the cats <laughs> fighting and fucking each other in the alleyway outside. <laughs> yeah. that, that is a classic episode as oh, well when so Dee, Dee and Charlie mm. walk a mile in each other's shoes mm. and she stays over at the, the apartment and he has this almost breakdown when, when she questions the whole well, maybe it wouldn't reek in this apartment if you didn't have open cans of pee. And maybe it wouldn't, maybe you wouldn't have 
50,000 cats outside your apartment if you didn't have open cans of cat food. <laughs> and, you know, she has... gets really angry. He's I don't like, know why I do the things I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not an idiot, Dean. There are reasons to do the things I do. And it's like that hot... It's like exactly like you say. It's like, I don't know what happens to you. You drink a lot of beer, you eat some cat food and half glue, and there's some weird chemical reaction that makes you really sick and really tired, and then you can fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, it's when Frank, like, hurries in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's just such a normal thing mm. uh, someone pointed out though when he runs in yeah frank doesn't take a swig of beer nor yeah. does he huff any glue implying that he's already done that <laughs> on yeah. his way back <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, so I mean, just that whole like the fact that it's you know he's quite clearly Charlie's father, and yet they're sleeping together in the same bed. <laughs> well, there's yeah. really no reason for them to do so. They just like it. Well, he's he's a millionaire. Like <laughs> he's loaded. Like he's he's always got these business ventures going on, and and like that as like a device that allows them to do all kinds of stuff because he's got loads of money. Mm. But at the same time. He just chooses to live like that. <laughs> Absolutely. With um, Charlie, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, you know, the introduction of Frank, um, you know, they go to that night at the strip club and at the end of it, I think Frank says something like, this is, this is how I want to live, Charlie. I want to live, I want to live like this again. Like, I, want to, I want to live in squalor and stuff, you know, again, implying that he's yeah. done this at some point in his Previously life before. before. Um, you know, and then spends the the next like three or four series just degenerating until they have Frank's intervention. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Nightcrawlers. <laughs> what do we think Nightcrawlers is? <laughs> well, I think you know, man is not meant to know what exactly what Nightcrawlers is. <laughs> it's so, such a... it's, oh, I love it. <laughs> he just go. Well, I think you two just turn the light out and then hit each other. <laughs> yeah, and Dennis, Dennis seems to think that it's um, they they wiggle around like worms on yeah. the bed, isn't it, in the dark? But then when when you actually see the the episode from Frank's point of view, they play Nightcrawlers. At, well, you see like the maybe yeah. the first minute or so of a Nightcrawlers game, and Charlie <laughs> sort of puts on that cape and <laughs> sort of enticing him into the world of Nightcrawlers and. <laughs> And then I'll go the likes, <laughs> and you just you have to sit there wondering what the fuck oh, these two are up to when they're not naked in the sewers. <laughs> yeah, just getting getting stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also the way the deadpan go. Well, you ha- you have to do it naked because otherwise, otherwise you your can't clothes feel... will get covered in shit. <laughs> yeah, and and you have to do it barefoot because then you wouldn't be able to feel the coins and rings and stuff that you find down in the sewers under your feet. <laughs> Like everyone, like is just kind of looking at them, like what? And they just disappear. They just go. They go and do this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. amazing. Oh, it's it's amazing. such a good show. Like, and, and those two, they've got such a, it's such a charming friendship, but they're such horrible, grotty it's people. Horrible friendship. <laughs> it's just, it's just not good. It's no. gro- like you say, it's grotty. It's yeah. really grubby and grimy. And we, we are now, you know, in that Frank episode, we're let into the secret that Frank barely knows what's going on um, at any given moment. Oh, wait, like oh. his point of view episode. Yeah. His life is basically the Smack My Bitch Up video from... Uh, the <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah, basically. When he just... I mean, God knows what those pills are that he crushes, snorts, and then goes on that rampage during yeah. that episode. Oh, I mean, it's just something he finds 
in Artemis's cupboard. Yeah. Who, who, by the way, is another is a, is you know we should talk about these bit players. Oh, Artemis is magnificent. Yeah, yeah she, the, she's the who pooped the bed one, and she's meant to be going out with D. And she hears their stories like, oh, hang on a minute, we're gonna. I'm going to want to hear more about this. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me up to speed, boys. Yeah. She's also the DJ uh, at the on the Frank's Little Beauties episode, isn't she? <laughs> like, doesn't, doesn't know how to use any of the stuff she's got, but is purely is very capable of smoking a joint and then just going, give me a beat. <laughs> just pressing one button. So if, if there's anyone watching or listening that's never watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia, how would we describe it? I'll let Russ First, start this If, if there is anyone watching who hasn't watched it, then they're going to find this a very boring episode. Mm. I mean, it's, weird. Like, it's, it's a fairly standard single-camera sitcom. Yeah. Except it's completely crazy. Yeah. It just stays so fresh somehow, and I can't... Can't really figure out how we got to what thirteen seasons, and it's just still fourteen. It's, it's fourteen like it, seasons, yeah. It changes, and yet it it doesn't change. Like the gang will remain fundamentally exactly the same yeah. always, but stuff around them changes and moves on. Yeah, I mean, if you were going to pitch it to anyone, I mean, you know, I mean, Rob McKellen's sort of um, compared it at points to Friends, kind of saying. I, he, you know, he finds the notion of these people, people getting older and getting more beautiful, to be completely ridiculous. <laughs> and actually, the point is, like, you know, that's why, for instance, his character Mac has yeah. had such a weird transition over the course of of the series. Hmm. But it, but it is basically Friends. On, it's like uh, darkest it's friends, timeline Friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's Friends and young ones. Um, yeah. You know, actually, there's there's a lot of uh, the kind of anarchic comedy that that the young ones um pioneered uh, yeah. in the uk that it, I, doesn't, I, it doesn't tend to go very sort of surreal it's no. all like it's utterly insane but it's all sort of realistic yeah except time. for the part where they talk to god but they but they're not they're talking to an insurance no, yeah, there, that's true, yeah. there's the musical episode as well <laughs> where they, they, they take on the whiz yeah but then that's yeah. That's old black man's dream, isn't it? Yeah, hell yeah, true, yes. So nothing actually too crazy yeah. happens. No. Oh, Charlie catching that leprechaun, but then you have to be drinking, <laughs> drinking a lot of paint. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also a great episode where when when Mac bursts in covered in body glitter covered and wearing glitter a and like <laughs> shiny wet. Refusing to answer any questions about the club he's been to. I've been to a club, don't want to answer any questions about it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Mac, Mac is Mac's a, Mac, Mac is a strange character for me. Yeah. On the one hand, mm. I don't genuinely believe that he's particularly evil. No. I feel his, 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 he's a product of his upbringing, which was obviously incredibly um, loveless and unnurturing, yeah. um, you know, to the point where he idealises his father. Yeah, looks, who, who you know, actively wants to kill him? At who actively, yeah, who actively wants to kill him, um, and a mother who just does not give a shit. Yeah, um, either way uh, <clears> about <throat> whether Luther or Mac, you know, ever come back. Um, but I, I, I what he is is he's a fundamental example of someone who is so so uncomfortable with the way that they are mm. in the world that that religion and dogmatic belief that 
as long as everything in your head is okay, everything's okay. Yeah. Um, he, he's he's a true he's he's a true kind of classic example of that kind of person um and the dance that put the uh, for me the performance piece that they do at the end of series 13 i yeah. think is it 12 or 13? 13 13 yeah you know where he's he you know tells his dad that he's gay and then then does the dance and stuff and that woman you know it's supposed to and the analogy is supposed to be the dance with the woman is mm. his relation is max relationship with god over yeah. the course of the series um you know, pushing away, pulling to, towards, you know, it's almost like he's finding comfort and, and hate in his religious belief. Um, actually makes him an, an unbelievably complex character. Mm-hmm. And then and then he comes up with, you know, the ass pounder 3000 <laughs> exercise bike. And like, yeah, just, it's like, when you're going to sit down, no, it pushes you back up. <laughs> <laughs> so deluded and so fucking mental like they they all have these pits of deepness to them these characters these 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 layers of complexity that are just completely undermined by the next thing they do yeah yeah he um he he's just constantly craving attention and yeah and that's that's the product of his parents mm. like yeah. the yeah. whole um Project Badass, isn't it? That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just him, like, look what I can do. And, like, with the karate and, like, the, like, <clears throat> like he, he hangs out with Dennis because he thinks it makes him cooler. Um, and he also, also, like, he's constantly trying to impress Dennis with, with all kinds of things. It's kind of alluded to it that he fancies Dennis, but I think there's more of, like, a, he's just, likes hanging out with Dennis because he thinks mm. makes him a better person basically. Yeah, that's really nicely um yeah. the the one where they go to the zoo and it's all yeah. the text messages that are sending like the WhatsApp <laughs> messages that are sending. Mm. <laughs> Matt keeps sending these long needy essays. Yeah. And Dennis is like, "Yep." Yeah, or a thumbs up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there are, there are moments though where Dennis plays with Mac. Oh, and yeah. I think it's at points where Dennis needs the affirmation like when they're trying to get the rat out the wall and he says, you know, it's not just about catching the rat. It's about seduction and puts on, you know, all I want to be with you. <laughs> and they're just, they're just, doing, and it looks like they're going to lean in for a kiss and Dennis is going for it. And then suddenly D walks in and he just turns away. <laughs> Poor Mac. <laughs> oh, also that is the bit where they, they sniff the petrol, isn't it? <laughs> You know, I'm just going to check that this is... Oh, yeah, when they've got their hands petrol. stuck in there. Yeah. Jesus! <laughs> Jesus, yeah, that is, that is gasoline. Fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. hell. <laughs> Sorry, man. And also when I, I think of Charlie and Dennis in that back office dancing to the European pop... <laughs> Sniffing turpentine. <laughs> oh man! Sorry, there's so many moments that are just flooding back to me at the moment. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to lose control of this. It's just so yeah, that, but that bit is even better. If you've seen the um, the Billie Eilish video where someone's put that at the end of Bad Guy, you know the song <laughs> Bad Guy. So no. you know the way where, where where it winds down to um, just before she goes, and I'm a bad guy in like slow motion. Oh, like it, it, cut, it cuts out and goes, uh, do you want to uh, go in back office and, what is it, half paint? <laughs> get high. Get high and half paint. And then it goes to the do-do-do-do-do. And he, Charlie's doing the dance with uh, Dennis just watching. Yes. With the big eyes. 
I do like how they they are like permanently intoxicated in some way. Yeah. Do you say that the one episode where they don't drink for a couple of hours, they get desperately ill <laughs> with what they think is the flu, but it turns out just because they haven't they haven't drunk for a few hours, they've gone into withdrawal. <laughs> there's no one ever in the bar. <laughs> but there, there are other, like, there's are. always there's a few customers, even yeah. when they're doing the most crazy stuff. There's a few of these haggard old regulars that you'll spot in the background just trying to have a drink in the bar. Who goes to that bar? <laughs> like... Well, interestingly enough, actually, there was, um, you know, there, there are a few episodes where the bar inexplicably mm. becomes, you know, a hot spot. Yeah. I mean, actually, mm. literally in one point, isn't it, where they, where they, the gang tries to beat global warming <laughs> and they, they, they have this constant <laughs> battle on their hands trying to keep everyone hot enough that they want to keep dancing and not wear any clothes, but also cool enough so that they don't leave. And it's, you know, that Dennis slowly loses the will to live and and just literally cannot contain himself any longer and has that big rant, (laughs) like and everyone about air conditioning prices and stuff. It's yeah. But again, you know, Dennis's finest moment will always be in my mind, the implication, (laughs) which just, which is like, I mean, Dennis in a nutshell. <laughs> the whole scene is, yeah, as you say, Dennis in a nutshell. It's, it's him trying to explain it to Mac, thinking Mac is just an idiot for not getting this. Yeah. Mac is the sensible one going, yeah, no, they don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. And then the woman. I mean, it sounds like they're in danger. Nobody's in danger. Yeah. And it's just the, the whole thing right to the end with the woman's looking at them going, well, you've got nothing to worry about. That's like such a Dennis line as well. Like the <laughs> yeah. idea that to which knows... Matt goes, why would she have something to worry about? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, as you say, that's Dennis in a nutshell. The idea that there are women that that he believes should sleep with him. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's utterly awful in so horror. many ways. He's the he, worst of all of them. <laughs> he he sees him. Yeah, you know, he's he, he's always referring to himself as a golden god and sort of separate to other people. <laughs> he yeah. really does believe he's a better class of being than than most people are. And and is you know again is one of those classic um, thin-skinned hmm. individuals who the second you pierce that wafer thin line mm. of belief in, yeah, in all the things apart. that they think he just falls to pieces like when <laughs> he goes the jeopardy it's not jeopardy is it like the price what's it called the family fortunes one <laughs> that's with right. a buzzer just triggers something in his ah. mind and he, he can't deal with it <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. like the sound of his own failure yeah <laughs> yeah so it ends the episode lying in the fetal position yeah. crying oh, that is that is shrill isn't <laughs> yeah. it yeah <laughs> shrill oh Oh, actually, that that was suddenly—I don't know why that popped into my head—but it's uh, cricket. Oh, ah, amazing. that is that is tart. <laughs> that, that is that is tart. <laughs> the guy that plays cricket is one of the writers on the show, and I, I, I kind of wonder when they first introduced him just how much they were planning to, because you can chart like the downfall of his life. Yeah, how the gang have utterly destroyed him. Like every series he comes back, he's got a new scar or a new bit hanging off of him or he's blind <laughs> yeah. in one eye or something awful. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, was his, what was his name? Matthew Mara. 
isn't yeah. it? Is it is Father Matthew Mara? Yeah, and it all starts with that episode where Dee and Charlie buy that bag of coke, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> and um, Matt goes to work for the mafia and gets the nickname Pussy Fingers. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking maybe the lion. Uh, no, you're pussy fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, only Matt could go and work for the mafia and get <laughs> get a shit nickname. But you, and all he all he gets to do is like wash their car yeah. and then go and clean out the the, the boss's gutters. <laughs> uh, which I think is also the episode when Dennis is being rented out by Frank as a man whore. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he gets rented out to the Mafia boss's wife, doesn't he? Oh, my God, there's so much going on in that episode. <laughs> so much going on. Because they eventually, when the Mafia realise that it's them that's nicked the drugs, they go over to the bar and, and they they blame Cricket for stealing it. And that's how Cricket gets his broken legs. Yeah, they break his legs, don't they? Yeah. When he's sitting on top of those, but he's happy bins. because he's got two bins that he's playing. <laughs> I made it so sexy, guys. Hips and nips. <laughs> <laughs> Your love is taking me higher and higher. <laughs> oh man, I made it so sexy. <laughs> God, it's so good. Uh, it's one of those, I haven't watched it in about six, seven months. And like, but I mean, there, there is a lot of it too. But, but yeah, I've watched that show several times all the way through, which is yeah. ridiculous because there's far too much of it. Yeah, but it's it's twenty minute episodes. It's just the kind of yeah. thing you can just put on every now and then. Yeah, you can bash through six or seven <clears> a night quite easily. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I will be later as well at this rate. So yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's so much stuff. I, you know, me and the missus like. I've, uh, you know properly into it to the point where we'll you know we almost do that kind of blind roulette thing like uh that one oh awesome yeah. you know that episode and one of the last ones we did excuse me a bit of windy pops there apologies streamers um was the um uh the ski slope episode oh, God, it's so good <laughs> which just i mean it had it had some of the I, I don't know. I, I honestly like you know when you laugh so hard that your your cheeks ache yeah it's, you will be clean. You will be clean. <laughs> clean when I enter you. Yeah, and only only when you are clean will you know my power. <laughs> I will I will enter you hard for as long or as short as I please. <laughs> oh fucking hell! And the the the, um, the guys the you know I mean it's obviously a pastiche of, of ski school yeah. that classic softcore um, film that I'm sure we all watched at one point uh, of our lives. Um, and with like the party guys who are now, you know, sort of mid forties, you know, <laughs> like going to court to try and win custody of their children <laughs> yes. and like recycling cause cans to make the rent. Um, yeah. And the guy walks straight back in, goes into the, goes into the fridge. Did you fuck with my burrito? Did you put something in my burrito? Did you come in my burrito? Did you come in my burrito? I would not do that to you. I respect you too much. <laughs> Did you come in my burrito? Oh, fucking hell. Oh, my God. That's such a good episode. And when, when he t- starts taking the girl's top tag, no, no, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> just like literally craps at them, doesn't it? And I just love the way it ends at the end where Frank's like, well, don't worry about it. It's all over now. I mean, anyway, it's like, what, what do you mean? Like, well, it was all just a thing. I was just, you know, I bought the mountain. I fracked it. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, I mean, Frank, just someone who seems completely oblivious has managed to evilly machine Cracking a mountain <laughs> behind a ski a ski race. Frank, Frank's the ultimate engine of chaos, though. Like he he will push things to as far as he possibly. Can. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's one. So yeah. there's one. There's one episode that my wife really doesn't like watching, which is yeah. the one where Frank adopts like a new gang of people who have just bought a bar, and then he just destroys their lives. Yes. Oh, in the space. So they lose days. their bar, all their savings, just everything gone because he he latches onto them and they can't get rid of him. And he even says to them, doesn't he? He's like, oh, I'm not so good with the plans. I just kind of do something and the other guys, they all race to sort of sort it out and things. And it, yeah, he gets like all those underage kids to come along and, they, and they're like, oh, these are all underage. It's like, what do you mean? It's like, well, I don't know, I just... It's like that kind of like reluctance to take any responsibility, and then walks in to their, to their bar when they're in, you know, the girls in tears and the guys are wondering what to do. Dressed as a man cheater, just like I'm a man cheater. Like, could we do something with this? And they're like, <laughs> and they go through this whole thing, like thinking, well, you know, this, they're just talking to each other, like, you know, well, maybe he can help us out of this. Like, maybe he, maybe it seems like he gets in these sort of scrapes all the time like maybe we should see what he could do they turn back around and frank's already fucked off the door shuts <laughs> on their lives as frank is just going back to what? be greeted by dennis at the bar immediately sees him dressed as a man and just goes doing the man thing i love it <laughs> <laughs> what's the um what's the one with the talent with the um the the beauty pageant thing then oh Fra- frank's little beauties frank's little beauties oh whole, i'm going to prison the whole, classic. The whole episode the fact that that's the that he's obviously just got himself into this hole and just like he's trying to get out of it and he's got the worst possible people to rely on to tell yeah. him out. That's the one he ends up he ends up just looking more and more like the penguin yeah. by the end of it, doesn't he? <laughs> grayer and grayer as the episode goes on. Their dressing room is over there and my dressing room is all the way over there. Okay, so it's all above board. Every time the kid's like, you know, it's try not, and come I'm near me, he goes, no, 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 no. I'm not diddling them or something like that. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, not attracted to any of them at all. At all. Um, that also is the genius episode with the with um, Charlie's song. You know, skip it up, puppy for the bow. <laughs> Magic's in the air. <laughs> the rest of them doing little backing vocals. Yeah, and doing that like like, and it's Fat Mac dancing in like the tightest, worst fitting roll neck you'll ever see a man wear. Um, just like oh, my, my favorite Fat Mac dance is the. Is the freedom one though at the school reunion? <laughs> ah, yes, sweaty, <laughs> just grotesque with his shirt hanging out, and yeah, ah, <laughs> oh man, oh, it's so good. It's that that so is good. a really good couple of episodes, actually. Mm. That the high school reunion one is is very very clever to the point where that guy gives Charlie a wedgie, and Charlie's pants just like disintegrate in his hands. He just, <laughs> he just goes ah. <laughs> literally that's when we find out that Mac's name is Ronald McDonald Ronald. That's, that's the one yeah <laughs> oh it's brilliant oh, Ronnie it's the fun. Rat 
yeah. and no one knows who Dennis is. And, and like Dennis thinks he's like the golden god at high school, but yeah. they even say to him, like, no, you weren't. You would you just used to come up to us, say you're some weird shit, and then go and hang out with those guys down by the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> and there in a minute, you know, it's like Dennis's illusions gone. And then he goes out to the Range Rover, doesn't he? Pulls open that secret compartment and you've got he's got like a Ted Bundy murder kit. <laughs> he's got yeah, like gloves and cable ties and ropes and yeah. things. And a torch and a video camera. Like, what, what is this stuff? Weirdly, like, serial killery about his car, isn't there? Like... The Land Rover. Yeah. Hmm. I can't put my finger on it. There's also something really weird with someone who eats cereal while driving as well. <laughs> Wet cereal while driving. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing weird about it. I wait till I come safely to a stop, I apply the handbrake, and I take a bite of delicious cereal. What's so strange about that? <laughs> Usually, while he's listening to tapes, like audio tapes of Steve the... Winwood. And... <laughs> yeah. Uh... Oh, what's the one where they they've got the um, the U-Haul van in the back? Oh, it's so where they go to the Grand Canyon. That's isn't it. it yeah. Of course, they don't. Yeah, no, because they never make it anywhere where they intend to. <laughs> they except for Jersey Shore. Of... Yeah, they don't even make it out of Philadelphia in that episode, do they? No. I don't think. No, it gets stolen, doesn't it? And they That's wake right. up outside the bar. Yeah. <laughs> the Jersey Shore one's pretty funny. It's D really and, funny. D and Dennis's um, chaos nights. Like, meanwhile, Charlie and the waitress falling in love and Dennis, uh, sorry, and Frank and Mac drifting out to sea onto that onto that love yacht. With the yeah, rum ham. With rum ham. Yeah. Rum ham. I'm sorry, rum ham. <laughs> So that's, that's the thing as well is like this that, that show has not only spawned all these characters and all these catchphrases, but it's also spawned some foods. Mm. Um, you know, rum ham being one of them yeah. that people have tried to recreate. I'm always milk steak. Is yeah. milk steak boiled over easy uh, with a side <laughs> with a side of jelly beans raw. Um, <laughs> uh, that, then that episode might be my favourite, by the way. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? That's I, yeah. I'm a full-on rapist. Full-on rapist. <laughs> we, just, we said make a move. We didn't say stab her breast. <laughs> and they keep Frank and Dennis keep tipping the the waitress like, yeah, you don't need to touch me because they're creepy, creepy bastards. Why? Uh, why did you eat a load of cheese before you came? <laughs> It's rat cheese, isn't it? Yeah. It's always, it's the rat trap cheese. Um, you've also got grilled Franks and grilled Charlies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, with the peanut butter on the outside. Because <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, Christ knows why. And uh, there's that episode where they eat raccoon. <laughs> and the, uh, Frank says, the reason that you're feeling hunger is, you know, like it's not human flesh, it's raccoon meat, and you've probably got a tapeworm. <laughs> it's riddled with parasites. <laughs> riddled with parasites. You've probably got a tapeworm. <laughs> but like they do, and that's a good, like they go really dark in a mm. lot of their episodes. Like in that one, they are in a morgue with a hot plate and a knife and fork, and they're like trying to decide who they're going to cut and bit off and cook. It's really, it doesn't, it does not shy away from going very, very grim with a lot of things and still manages to be funny. The anything goes for the bar episodes, the one that always sticks with me. Where uh, they keep going down to the basement, and it's getting crazier and crazier. 
It's like yeah, really it's like a smoky. bunch of Vietnamese businessmen playing yeah. Russian roulette down there. Yeah, by the that's end. the last thing you see here: the, the spin and then the click, and then it the <laughs> cuts to back. It's so good. It's so good. It's, uh, yeah, they go. They go some really like the the one where where D is faking um, having a baby to get oh, welfare. Right. And it just spirals out of control to the point where they are staging a baby funeral with a dead dog in the coffin. With the picture being their actual kid. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) Like in real life, their actual kid. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? It um, What's what's her name? Is it Kate? Kate Caitlin Caitlin Olsen. She's no no relation to the Olsen twins, right? Or... I don't think so. No, no, no. no. Um, the Pepe Sylvia ad, uh, episode was good. Pepe Sylvia. Or oh, it goes room. all beautiful mind down in the mailroom. Yeah. There is. Pepe yeah. Sylvia. Pepe, Pepe Sylvia. Sylvia. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's a close. I mean, obviously, uh, Dennis' system mm. uh, is, a, is a very dark and psychologically twisted... Um, that's what men do. <laughs> so what is it? It's demonstrate value, engage physically, yeah. nurture dependence, yeah. neglect emotionally, yeah. inspire, inspire hope, hope. Yeah. and then separate entirely. Separate entirely. And I remember that now word for word, not because of the episode, but because of the time you asked us in a quiz for us. <laughs> yeah. I remember that because I you you had high hopes that we were going to get high scores on that and we failed abysmally. Yeah. Can you remember all the meanings that they thought from Charlie's dream journal of of what worm hat could be? It's a hat for worms. Mm-hmm. A hat full of worms. A hat made of worms. A hat made of worms, right? Yeah. And then it, what it turns out is a German man in a biplane called yeah, Worm Hat. Yeah, Worm Hat. Worm Hat. It chases him in a biplane. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so funny. So just ridiculously silly. Um, the, the Charlie Work episode is one of my favourites as well. Which yeah, is that's quite bird like, They do some quite ambitious, yeah. ambitious things, but such a... Re- fucking ridiculous show yeah like that's a really ambitious episode the the sort of the single take perfectly choreographed very complex plot a lot of moving parts all right all right Um, all right uh, i mean obviously the nightman cometh is just a a incredible piece of work yeah it didn't need to be that good they didn't need to do a full-on musical absolutely incredible yeah, I mean that's a, that, but that even they say that as characters at the beginning when Charlie comes out saying I've written, yeah. written a musical. You just write a musical. Yeah, and they they just kind of yeah, but but who is it versus? Yeah. Who, who's, who's it the against? Mark? Who's the mark? Yeah, and, and it's like who's, no, who's I, it against? Who are we doing this to? And even Charlie's just like no, we are. You know, it's literally just a musical. Of course, it turns out that mm. that literally it's all in Charlie's mind the way that he will finally win the hand of the waitress. Of course. But uh, yeah, that little boy, that little boy was me. <laughs> Handel say, Frank, mis, uh, misreading all of the words, like instead of the, the, as the troll toll, uh, you know, trying to take money for this boy's soul, constantly singing about it's the money for this boy's hole. How, how are we going to play the rape scene? I think we need to do it very tastefully. 
<laughs> it's the bit when it's the curtain that comes down, and all you hear is, "Are you hard?" <laughs> <laughs> stay uh, treats. Don't say stay treats. <laughs> don't say stay treats. <laughs> Oh, and wasn't the Dayman song that is in the musical originally in an earlier episode where yeah. Dennis and Charlie form a band. glam rock yeah. band, isn't it? Yeah. And Dennis dresses as the Dayman in that yeah. silver unitard for the first time. Yeah. Dayman. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Fighter <laughs> of the night, man. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Champion of the sun, sun, sun. Master of karate <laughs> and friendship and everyone. There we go. Yeah. Genius. Very, very good. It's uh, it's yeah. It is. It's just yeah, the Charlie thing. and the waitress stuff leads to some of the, like, despite how incredibly creepy the yeah. whole thing is, it does lead to some really good stuff. Like the the flowers for Charlie episode, where it, <laughs> it basically recreates the twenty the first twenty minutes of Up, but with <laughs> Charlie and the, the waitress and their little rat family that they. Have oh with. no, that's in the. Um... No, Flowers no, no, for Charlie. Flowers for Charlie is the one where he goes super smart, isn't it? Yes, well, he thinks he goes, yes. The placebo, the placebo effects. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the it's the the one in the convenience store where there's a robbery, isn't it? Yeah. Is that's that, it, yeah, the where fantasies? they all go they have little little dream sequences, yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> Dennis talks to his British counterpart inside his mind and then is made to suck him off. <laughs> Just with that face, just, <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> creepy man. The um, I am God. <laughs> I will say this: the Charlie and waitress relationship isn't that dissimilar from the relationship in Big Bang Theory. Just this is much more aware how creepy. Yeah, it's, it actually it's aware is. of how yeah. creepy it is. Yeah. Whereas the one in Big Bang Theory is much like you know, just bug someone until they eventually go out with you. That's the way to do it. Oh, uh, I can't remember the name of the characters from Penny and Glasses. Um, I don't know. Leonard. 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 There you go. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's it's like that, but self-aware. Well, like, like, let's compare. So, how long did Big Bang Theory go on for? Because there's a lot of that. Uh, there's twelve series. Thirty years. Yeah. But honestly, there's probably like, like one in five episodes of Big Bang Theory are are, are good. Yeah, like, Dungeons and Dragons episode, and the rest brilliant. of it is just—it's like repeated, repeated, repeated jokes, and Pro- really easy, low-hanging fruit stuff about mm. nerd culture and science in general. The best video is the one with the guy where they pause something after one of them, uh, Rollneck. I can't remember his real name. Howard. Howard. <laughs> yeah, has uh, just said like something to do with Doctor Who and something to do with Firefly and something to do with. Star Galactica, and then he just pauses it and just goes, "Where's the joke?" Yeah, <laughs> it was just, just said a bunch of shit. And then there, yeah. there's another video that's worth watching where they've taken the laugh track out, and it's just yeah, not good. Uh, the Dungeons and Dragons episode would be good if I hadn't already seen the Community Dungeons and Dragons episode, which is just mind-blowingly good. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. We uh, haven't mentioned the McCoys. <clears throat> oh my god, they're incredible. Yeah, or uh, Maureen Ponderosa, dead tooth, turning into a cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so McCoys. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we we haven't really touched on D. No, much we either, haven't. 
but uh, we we could maybe we could dovetail this whole thing with Dean. <laughs> dovetail because she's a bird. <laughs> ah, bird, <laughs> so smart too, so smart. Um, <laughs> I knew knew it'd be something funny. Um, yes, yeah, uh, the repoils, mm. man. They like a warm room and warm milk. <laughs> I <Yeah>. mean, <laughs> it's... and they don't like. We're going to get it hot and moist in here, McPoyle <laughs> yeah. style. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that pretty well. I think better get, better get working, wet nips. <laughs> oh, they are just creepy motherfuckers. They've and done so well. Like he loses Carson. an eye, and they, the one they, where they <laughs> take them hostage. I, I really, really enjoy that episode. Yeah, Robert yeah. McPoyle, who says only yeah. that. What is that? Is that a, is that a sex thing? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The fact, yeah, so the fact that one of them loses an eye and they make it the creepiest thing ever with the eye this patch weird with the eye drawn eye on it. Taped yeah. On. yeah. I have that oh. reconciliation. I, like, I want an eye. Yeah. <laughs> I demand an eye. <laughs> you will call her. <laughs> you will call her. <laughs> okay, Jesus, do not call her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very creepy. Uh, the the birds, the bird law, <laughs> the bird law episode with the McPauls is brilliant. Yeah, um, where Charlie finally wins a case um, as the bird lawyer. Specialised mainly in bird law. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're both men of the law of lawyerings. Uh, you know, there's mutual respect. You know, you win some, I win some, but <laughs> but there's always a respect. No, there's not. <laughs> there's no respect. I love the lawyer. Yeah. Do we, oh, don't we ever find out his name, do we? He's just like the lawyer the that lawyer. despises them. Just, oh my God, it's you two again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like every time. Oh my God, how did you get in here? <laughs> um, Mr. Reynolds, I see that you are still just awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, that episode where, you know, when, when he helps Maureen Ponderosa divorce Dennis. Yeah. And saddles him with all her debt and all that stuff as well. Um, is obviously the genius episode that you know we quote endlessly with Jack Kelly. Don't worry, fellas, I'll handle this. Hello, I, I'm Jack Kelly, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're lawyers, we're lawyers. <laughs> yeah. look at the size of his hands, they're magnificent. Yeah, these are you've got the goods. <laughs> I love. How the how ridiculous that gets with the fake hands, like you know, <laughs> the gloves, the gloves, mm. yeah. the big thick pink gloves, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and and also just to give it an extra creepy undercurrent, it's heavily implied that he was abusing Charlie when yes. he was a child. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and it, I mean he is very much the nightman, yeah. is he not? Mm. <laughs> with his tiny hands. Yeah. Which is ironic because in Charlie's mind, the Nightman had big, strong hands, <laughs> and so I, you know, it's yeah, it, it it begins to unravel in such a disgusting, disturbing way. It's sometimes not worth going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Yes, yeah, sorry, we ended that one on talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah, okay, so obviously uh, we talked about the McPoyles, we talked about um, Uncle Jack. Yeah, the waitress. Who is a, who is a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, the waitress who is a mess. 
but yeah. also I do quite love the human undertones that she has where yeah. she says why do you love me so much I'm a complete mess mm. and Charlie's like well it doesn't matter to me I just love you and I love it's a moment for her I love that he eventually goes out with her and he hates it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's ghosting her like yeah. even though she's at the apartment like. <laughs> and then she fucks the dentist doll he like yeah. takes the dentist doll <laughs> over and Leaves it there for company. Well, if you've got something to say, say it to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. No, it's... Um, <clears throat> so we've done The Waitress. Uh, the, uh, God, the Boggs episode with the drinking. Oh, the yeah, the cross-country flight. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so good with the drinking. Yeah, there's some of the best drunk acting in oh, that show. Yeah, especially from Charlie. And it's not as easy to do as people think. You know, unconvincing drunk acting is really, really annoying. Yeah, but like, it's not even just drunk. D can do it really well mm. as well. It's not just drunk. It's like <clears throat> paralytic. Mm. It's the, a green the, the way he's shuffling and slurring at the end. She's going, really good. Okay, at it. Yeah. We what do now, <laughs> you know? He and she's she's amazing at the kind of giving, burping kind of, uh, oh, you know, kind of yeah, yeah, that kind of. I mean, she's fucking amazing at that. Yeah. She's so convincing. She does bad um, acting really well as well. She does bad acting brilliantly. <laughs> the when when they are walking a mile in each other's shoes, when she takes Charlie to the stand up club and she spends her entire like sort of five Ooh. minutes on the stage dry heaving. <laughs> He's just going, why, why would you do this? Why do you put the hours in? You gotta you gotta put in the time. Why? Why are you doing this? Suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh bless her. That whole episode where they trick her into thinking that her career has taken off. <laughs> Oh, that she's is, going on Conan. Yeah, is uh, I, I mean, I was I was bought into the whole thing. I mean, I, I honestly thought I was just like, oh my god, like it's really happening, or it's a dream, or something like that. But I had no idea she was going to walk into the bar, <laughs> like at some point, it's just insanely like insanely elaborate <laughs> plot. <laughs> oh, fucking brilliant! It, it's just genius. I mean, I look. I mean, how do we how do we round this up? Really, mm. I mean, oh, like personal like favorite moment or episode yeah but we only get one each so we've got to have a little got to rack rack the brains yeah got to rack the brains <laughs> i have to think about it so so here's, here's the thing maybe we don't do this because i was thinking that at some point in episode we should do a, I, I love a ranking we should do a our top I feel like ten. Four hundred episodes. We can't rank all of them. No, but we can do a top ten always sunny in Philadelphia episodes. We could do that. Ooh, yeah, top ten would be quite good. Yeah, so we 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 compile it. So maybe we save it for that. Like, and okay, we compile our favorite episodes, favorite moments in those episodes as well. Okay, all right. Well, then, how about this? Then yeah. it's like an imploration to if you haven't ever watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, and. You've listened to this entire podcast, and you've or you've watched this entire podcast, and you you had no idea what you were listening to, and you thought some of it sounded really weird and really funny. Hmm. Um, believe the hype because yeah. it's it's really worth. I mean, you'll oh find my God, it. Yeah, give it give it a go. Yeah, you'll what's, find it. As what's it on at now. Is it still on Netflix? Netflix, on Netflix yeah, yeah, all on Netflix. Um, so if you have Netflix, there's literally no excuse. If you want to start straight from when Frank Reynolds you know joins the cast i I often say to people dip straight in 
maybe season, two. season three, three or two or three, yeah, yeah. Um, because the quality of it, you know, visually actually starts to match the quality of the writing, and I think that's when well, when you thought, like, when you go back and watch the but like it's in standard definition, it's it's four by three, yeah, like, yeah, because it's that old now, and it was produced for zero budget. Oh yeah, you absolutely. you watch the first series and like stuff that you would not even imagine had been established that early is in there right at the beginning. It really hits its stride very quickly. Mm. There's um, sort of jokes and moments that you would have thought would come from like series five or six are right, right in the first couple of episodes. So I've, um, th- this might be fun. I've just, uh, I'm on the wiki page um, mm-hmm. and I've just found Mac and his aliases. <laughs> uh, Ronald McDonald, mm-hmm. Mac, the brains, Pussy Hands, Sheriff of Paddies, Ronnie the Rats, Vic Vinegar, City Mac, oh, Ronald, Vinegar. Re- Ronald yeah. Reynolds, Macwell, Clown Baby, Baby Boy, Commissioner Bug Selig of the group. <laughs> but City Mac reminded me of Country Mac, which was another <laughs> great Mac. episode. Uh, yeah, Mac Day in general, yeah. where they're all allowed one uncontrolled scream into a pillow. <laughs> but, that's, <laughs> but that's it. Dennis uses his really early in the day. Just ah, <laughs> into a pillow. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So, I mean, look, is, do you guys have anything else you want to say? Charlie Dennis, whatever it's called. Charlie McDennis. Charlie McDennis. McDennis. Yeah. The game of kings. Or Charlie McDennis to electric boogie. Is when they're raising the flags and like Frank just staring him in the eye as he's raising what is essentially a swastika. Just, yeah. <laughs> it turned out a little different than I hoped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, no one also, believes it. Also, I mean, sorry, I've got to say, Frank as Ongo Gablogian, the art collector, <laughs> just walking around that gallery. Bullshit! Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit! <laughs> Derivative. <gasps> that I must have it. Well, that's the air conditioner. I know. I want it. <laughs> And, and that's all after he's been told by Mac to keep it subtle. Yeah. <laughs> keep it subtle. It's, Hello! <laughs> it's also responsible for one of my favourite memes, which is uh, Hulk Hogan with um, <laughs> with um, Frank Reynolds, like, in between his moustache. Yeah. Like, his face in between his moustache as the hair. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh, good. Oh, all right, God, cool. So good. Look, we've wanked on... Far too long about this. Uh, if you're always, always sunny, exactly. If you're always sunny, if you are a big fan of always sunny, you probably love this episode. And you're probably if you, hey, look, if you've got any more quotes and favourite mm-hmm. moments, hit us up on the social media feeds. If you haven't watched Always Sunny before, give then it a go, do give go, it go, go back. Oh, it, it has watch. like it's flown under the radar a bit in the UK. It's yeah. not sort of cultural zeitgeisty very much. It should be. It's but so it's good. Incredible. It's, it's yeah. Um, I will say, um, just do we want to say what we're going to do next week? Uh, have I told you guys what we, we might be doing next week? No. Okay. Everybody loves a bit of admin. Okay. Well, um, we will. I think what we might be doing, based on some recent news, is be recasting one of at least my favourite child children's TV shows that I grew up on slash teenagers TV shows that I grew up on. Because they've announced that they might be bringing it back. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say? Okay. Should, I, should I say what it is? Well, let's let's tease the mm. ten to fifteen people that might be watching right now. <laughs> yeah. 
optimistic, Tom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, it, it, all I'll say is that there, there, there's talk of bringing this TV show back. It is fantastic, and I think what we might do in the next episode is recast it for the modern era. Yeah. I'm I'm fucking delighted that this is going to be coming back when I have a child who is an appropriate age oh, to watch it, so I have an excuse yeah. to be watching CBBS. Yeah, no, I'm just going to watch it. I don't care if I'm going to look like a nonce. I'm struggling to think what show you're talking about. Well, we'll tell you. We'll tell you in a bit. off air. Yeah. Ah, there you go. See, so even Best if you hang you. on for, even if you hang on for a little bit longer, you're not going to get anything, uh, streamers. So bad luck. Um, anyway. <laughs> So with no further ado, let's wrap it up right there. Um, if you want to interact with us or tell us any of your favourite Always Sunny moments or if you want to ask us any questions about Always Sunny because you just don't know whether you want to watch it and you need advice from your gurus, uh, then please do leave your questions. Um, you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter with the handle at TMTOH. There's also our sister co- uh, sister pod theatrical cut. There are still a load of their stuff on our channels as well. If you want to go back a, you know, a few years or so and listen to some of those podcasts, please do. Um, you know, that's fine. Um, and uh, yeah, join us again next week when we'll be doing something mysterious that Dan wants us to do. Uh, so uh, with no further ado, let's say goodbye to Dan. Goodbye. Let's say goodbye to Russ. Through our peeps. And it's goodbye from Tom. And we hope you all enjoy a nice round of Charlie McDennis 2 Electric Boogaloo at some point in the future. Let's cue the music. Music.